Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Thank you for checking in with us. I hope you're enjoying your listening or your download and... You've got the segment you want to hear because we're going to be talking about Windows 7. And I've got Senior Community Manager of Microsoft, uh, Stephen Rose, to tell us about the new OS. Stephen, we were talking about why change to Windows 7. Now that you've teased the people, you want to give them some uh, heavy reasons? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think what every consumer and what every business user said to us is two things. I just want it to work. <laughs> I don't need to know how it works. I just want it to work. And there are a lot of features in there. I think one of the first things that people are going to find when they install Windows 7 is it requires less resources than our last operating system, less RAM, less hard drive space. The install is smaller and considerably faster. And I think that that's one of those first things that people go, wow, I got this installed in like 15, 20 minutes. It oh, you mean it's not long. an hour-long drum roll, huh? It's not an hour-long <laughs> drum roll. It's very, very quick is one of those first things. And then there are the simple things. For example, if a user plugs in an external hard drive, the first time they do in Windows 7, it's going to pop up and say, hey, is this storage or are you, are you trying to do a backup? And if I say, yeah, I'm going to do a backup, it says, great, I'm going to make this, I'm going to understand that every time you plug in this drive, it's a backup drive, and I'm going to go ahead and start backing up. What would nice. you like to back up? And what's nice now is with a built-in backup tool, it not just it doesn't just back up your My Documents. It also backs up things like favorites and your cookies, so you don't have to go back and go, what was the password for that website? Your, oh, yeah. your movie. So everything that's important to you is being backed up, or, of course, you can customize it. If you miss a backup, you'll get a little flag in an area called Action Center, and it will say, you missed a backup. Is everything okay? Is something wrong? And as soon as you plug in that external drive, it goes, hey, that's what I'm looking for. I'm ready to go. I it's love that. Simple little things like this that we've done to make the experience easier and better. Well, you know, the, the Mac commercials have been, you know, picking on PC for a long time. Sure. And, you know, it, it would be really nice because being a, a Windows fan, I'd like to hold my head up high, you know, and uh, say that, yeah, it works. And But let's face it. Windows does some amazing things. It does. Do you recommend, if, if someone wants to upgrade, you know, like from XP or Vista, uh, do they wipe their computer slate clean, or will they put in a CD, or how will this work? And, and that's a really great question. We've, we've moved to what we refer to now as the modern OS, and that is that the, if you were to look at a house, imagine the plumbing and the electricity in Windows Vista, in Windows 7 and in our Windows Server 2008 product are identical. When we pass out patches, it's the same for all those. We've made a lot of changes since Windows XP. Windows XP was designed for a world that really wasn't that mobile. People were using it on desktops, not on laptops. It was a world before malware and spam and, and, and spyware and right. spam that would get in and infect your computer. Windows Vista was built for a more mobile platform, and Windows 7 is really built with just as many features for a mobile user as a desktop user. So because of that, a user will have to do what we refer to as a clean install. You're going to want to back up all your personal data. You're going to need to wipe your computer clean and install Windows 7 from scratch. And you know what? Yikes. That's a great thing. 
It's a good thing because so many people, when they upgrade, will take a problem that they had and migrate it to a new system. And this really ensures you'll get the best experience possible. But that's so scary. Oh, my goodness. Will, Microsoft, will my hand be held by the CD? Will it say it's going to be really okay? It, it, you know what? It's, uh, you know, we just tell people, buy an external hard drive, and if you're not sure, just go into that uh, user profile folder and just copy that whole thing over, which is going to grab everything that, you know, that is important to you on your own PC. And double-check it and make sure and don't get rid of that backup. And then when you move to Windows 7, it'll be very easy. We, of course, have very easy way for businesses to do this. We have tools called user state migration. There's also a Microsoft tool which you can install if you're running Windows Vista called, called Easy Transfer, which you can use, which takes all your personal data, moves it to an external drive, and allows you to bring it back into 7. So there's a lot of different options to be able to do it. And everybody knows at least one of us computer geek guys who I'm sure for generally a few slices of pizza and a six-pack of soda, we're happy to sit down with you and make sure that you've done it correctly and done it. Everybody, just find any 12-year-old in your family, and they're usually really good at that sort of stuff and can help you with it. Yeah, Stephen, that's what I say in my books. You know, if you're having trouble with eBay, just ask a kid to help you. Cause, Absolutely. Like, remember, Absolutely. they know everything until they turn 21, and that's when the stupid sets in. Absolutely correct. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Now, I've heard that uh, Windows 7 has an XP platform built into it or something like that. I've had some questions on that. Sure. You're, you're referring to the XP mode. Um, XP mode is not going to be available in the consumer version. It will be available in our professional SKU, in our enterprise SKU, and in the ultimate version, which is both a business and consumer version. But what Windows XP mode does is it installs a complete virtual copy of Windows XP. So we, we're using our virtual PC technology, which has been out for many, many years, which allows people to basically run a computer inside of a computer. Uh, Mac users will know this is boot camp. It's similar where you can run uh, okay. a Microsoft yeah. operating system inside of Mac OS. Right, right. Uh, Right. Windows users could load up what we refer to as VPCs or virtual PCs with copies of Windows Server, XP Vista, whatever you want. So it installs a fully licensed copy of Windows XP. And then here's what's really cool. It allows you not to run the whole XP machine, but to just run an application. So, for example, you can install an application into the XP mode VPC. And you will very simply have an icon that shows up in your start menu. And you do this that once you install the app, you go to your all users and you drop it into the start menu folder. When you are in Windows 7, you'll see that icon in your start menu folder. You'll launch that. And just that application will open up in a virtual instance. That's cool. So that is I incredibly could be running cool. IE6 in XP mode on my Windows 7 machine, or that if you own a small business and you have a uh, accounting application. Like a legacy accounting software, exactly. which is usually the case. Exactly. Some old version of QuickBooks or something like that that doesn't work in Vista and doesn't work in Windows 7. And you know what? It's that one application that keeps you from moving to a new operating system. Right. By utilizing XP mode and VPC, you'll be able to run that application natively in XP while still working on your Windows 7 desktop. And the great thing is the new version of VPC even has things like USB support. So if you're backing up to a USB key or transferring data, you'll be able to utilize that inside the XP image. Totally, totally cool. So listen, okay, give me the truth. Just between us, we won't tell anybody, just you and I here. XP versus Vista versus 7. Give me the differences. Um, you know, the differences 
are dramatic between XP and Vista and XP and 7. The great thing is, is we've taken what people loved in Vista and we've made it better in 7. And we took the things that people were unhappy with in Vista and we really focused in and made it work better. Um, there's an amazing guy named Gabe All who works at Microsoft. He's one of the engineers who works on the engineering team. And if you want to learn more about Gabe All and Mark Rasinovich and John Devon and, uh, and, and uh, Sharif Fareg, our senior engineers, we have a great website called TalkingAboutWindows.com where you can watch interviews with them about what they did to make Windows 7 great. And one of the comments that Gabe makes is we looked at all these little areas about shaving a microsecond here and a microsecond there. He says, but if you think about it and you shave one second off of each of these functions times a billion people a day using our product, that's the type of time and, and resources it takes to do something like, 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 like curing cancer. And I think we're so going green, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So we've looked to where can we save that second here and that second there. I think some of the things that people that are playing with Windows 7 see is it comes out of sleep mode almost instantaneously. It goes into a sleep mode very, very quickly. When you're launching your apps, it's incredibly responsive. Um, in our new toolbar, one of the great things is when you launch Inter Internet Explorer, if you have multiple tabs open in Internet Explorer, you can preview those times, full, you can preview those, um, those screens real time by running your cursor over IE and over the individual um, uh, thumbnails and see it up full screen. It's great to go, oh, that's the web page I want, rather than clicking on IE and going through all your tabs and looking what you're looking for. It's these simple little things on how do I find this, how do I get to this, that we've really taken a look at how people work and how is this easier. Even something as simple as combining the wireless uh, icon up in your top right, your wireless networks, and you're wired to put them together into one area nice. so that nice. you're seeing both your wired and unwired connections. One of my favorite things I think about wireless was a, a complaint that I got a lot, and I spent many years before I came on board with Microsoft as an IT pro out in the field, doing speaking events, evangelizing. I owned my own company um, and, was, and was relatively successful in doing a lot of this. And one of the things that frustrated me and a lot of clients was in Windows Vista, when you came out of sleep, it showed that you had a wireless connection, and then it would disappear for a few seconds and come back. Duh, duh, it, it makes it, me it was, crazy. Yeah, it makes a lot of people crazy. So we now use a feature called DHCP Hint. You really want to talk about a cool geek feature. What DHCP Hint does is it goes out and instead of saying, hi, what are the wireless networks available, which ones am I allowed to join to, and joining it every time, it says, these are the last two wireless networks I was connected to. Are you one of those two networks? Which usually is going to be someone's home and someone's work. And it will right. say yes, and it's going to say, okay, great, Am I still, do I still have time on your network? Because we do something called leasing where you're allowed a certain amount of time on a network before it tries to give you a new IP address. And it says, nice. yeah, you still got like four days. It says, great, I'm not going to do anything, connect me. So you'll find when you come out of sleep, your USB devices are immediately ready to go, your wireless connection is ready to go, that you're ready to work literally a second or two after you come out of sleep. When you start moving around, the thing's incredibly responsive. That's one small example out of hundreds that we've done in Windows 7 to make that user experience not only what people expect but what people want. Well, we've definitely come a huge way. Uh, if you remember back in the days of Windows 3.1.1 networking, mm -hmm. and it would take days, and it would oh, configuring. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I remember being up to like 4 in the morning to try, and finally giving up and buying zip drives for every computer. <laughs> I, and Windows for Workgroups, was, it was a huge jump. 
but it was still difficult to use and using the filing cabinet to find your programs and there were no, it wasn't really, it was basically, it was a GUI on top of DOS. So you were still using DOS as your base operating system. It wasn't until Windows 95 that we started to actually, and Windows 98 that we started to separate the GUI from the DOS. And yes, you're right, we've come a long way from that to things that aren't just doing what you want them to do. Windows 7, much like the way that Windows Vista started to become, is intuitive. It figures out, oh, if you're doing this and this, you probably want to do this. And it tries to help you. Now, I, I'm curious as to whether DOS will still exist, because one of my favorite geek computer tricks is when a friend calls and they've totally crashed and their computer's totally in the, in the dumpster. I can do a system restore from DOS in Windows. Mm. Will we still be able to do that? Will there still be an emergency lifeline? You still have command line prompts, absolutely. We've also added things like PowerShell scripting to start to get rid of things like batch files, which are archaic and difficult to use. So we've started to find ways to make that easier. One of the great things is, is like in Vista, if you boot up off of a Windows 7 disk, you have options to repair startup, to go into a DOS mode. If you're using the ultimate SKU to do a complete ghost type backup of your complete machine, which I recommend that after somebody installs 7 and installs their applications, to go ahead before you put in all your pictures and all your files to make an image of your PC that you can restore back to that point in time whenever you need to. Once you, we don't have to go back that way through, you know, reloading in all your apps and having to get new keys and doing that. Um, we have ones that will check for drivers and problems. So we have those great tools when you install that disk and boot off of your CD. Uh, uh, Stephen, when, when you're talking phone. about all that backup, it's kind of like scratching a mosquito bite, something I really don't want to do but have to do. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, will you tell us where to learn more, where there is on the web, and when it will be available to the public? Absolutely. This is Marsha Collier with Stephen Rose on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. To be successful selling on eBay or anywhere online, you must find the products at wholesale prices through dependable suppliers. You need OneStopProductSourcing.com. Created by the product sourcing editor for eBay Radio, Worldwide Brand CEO Chris Malta, OneStopProductSourcing.com is complete with the tools and information you need. You'll save time because Worldwide Brands checks out thousands of wholesalers willing to work with eBay and online sellers. This new site offers an online directory for millions of products from dependable wholesalers. From drop shippers to light bulk wholesalers, the directory is constantly updated. OneStopProductSourcing.com is the world's largest database for e-commerce wholesalers. Check out the free preview at OneStopProductSourcing.com. That's OneStopProductSourcing.com. They've already done the work for you. I have some good news for a change. With the stressful times upon us, having a regular glass of wine has proved in many studies to reduce stress. Want some more stress-relieving tips? VinVillage.com is an exciting new social organization connecting wine lovers around the country with an exclusive local and online wine lifestyle experience. VinVillage members can meet others online and in person, attend wine dinners and tastings, participate in forums, blogs, and wikis, purchase limited and exclusive wines, even create your own wine. You heard me, create your own wine. And best yet, Membership is free, so reduce some of the stress and have some fun 
Join now and connect with thousands of other like-minded wine lovers. To learn more, go to vinvillage.com. That's www.vinvillage.com. Vin Village is where wine lovers connect. If you're selling products on eBay and looking to maximize your profits, all you have to do is bling it. Blingit is a software tool that turns average digital photos into profit-maximizing, ready-for-eBay product shots. Online entrepreneurs who bling their photos have increased their profits by up to 20%. With Blingit, you too can jumpstart your business and turn your products to gold in mere minutes. All you have to do is bling it. Download your free trial at blingit.us. What products should you sell on eBay and where can you find them at wholesale prices? WorldwideBrands.com presents OneSource, a new tool which gives sellers access to millions of quality products at wholesale prices. Drop shippers, light bulk wholesalers, liquidators, and importers combined with powerful market research data that helps you decide what products to sell. Try our free preview at WorldwideBrands.com and take advantage of our limited-time introductory offer. As an online merchant, your top priority is increasing sales and driving store traffic. Sales in a Click is a fully automated email marketing solution that produces results and saves you time. With Sales in a Click, your customers and prospects will receive monthly professional-looking e-newsletters from you. Sign up now for your 60-day free trial and watch your sales and web store traffic grow. Get started and increase your sales today at salesinaclick.com slash ebayradio. If you pay for packaging materials, we have a great way to save you money each month. Produce your own packaging supplies. You heard right. Stop buying bubble wrap and peanuts and start making your own bubble wrap with the new Bubble Pack Machine. It fits on a tabletop and produces six different bubble wrap sizes with the push of a button. See for yourself with our streaming video at BubblePackMachine.com and use our new cost savings calculator. Just enter in how much packaging material you purchase each month and what you pay per item. And the cost savings calculator will show you how much of your own money you'll be keeping each month. In addition to the cost savings, we can also save you time and storage space. No need to waste valuable storage space on bulky packaging material. Many of our clients thank us for giving them their garage back. See for yourself. Log on to BubblePackMachine.com. BubblePackMachine.com. Are you frustrated by how little you understand about your computer or word processor? Or perhaps you'd just love to sell some of your very cool stuff on eBay? Enter the For Dummies series, famous for making great and easy-to-understand books on how to learn about any subject in the universe. They're easy to read, easy to understand, and great fun. For Dummies books are at bookstores everywhere or visit dummies.com. Dummies books are brought to you by the great folks at Wiley Publishing. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Marsha Collier here with Stephen Rose, and I don't want to waste a minute because we only have about five minutes left in the show. Stephen, I could hear you talk. When I met you at Microsoft Tech Ed, we were talking about operating systems and stuff, and 
you just mesmerize me. I love hearing you talk. So I hope someday when Windows 7 actually launches, you'll be able to get back on the show with us. I would love that, absolutely. So one of the questions was, where can we learn more about Windows 7? Right. Um, we have two or three different areas that are key. Um, one of the more interesting sites, and uh, if you go out to it, you get to see me talking, and all these amazing people at Microsoft is are talking about Windows.com site to really kind of learn, you know, what we did behind the scenes. Uh, for more information, also for consumers, it's Microsoft.com forward slash Windows 7, which is our consumer portal, and for IT pros, uh, we have a great portal on TechNet. Uh, that's at Microsoft.com forward slash Springboard, S-P-R-I-N-G-B-O-A-R-D, just like it sounds. And we have everything from good overview videos on what's new in the Windows 7 release candidate right through to very technical and detailed features on BitLocker to go direct access and branch cast, some of our key enterprise features that a lot of businesses are looking forward to to help make their lives easier. Now, I have to ask you, okay, when we get this installed on our system, what about support? What kind of support is Microsoft going to have for consumer users and business users on Windows 7? And, and that's a great question. We'll, of course, have all of our support systems that we have in place, our volume license users, et cetera, have access to support. But we have a great forum. Uh, if you go to the Springboard site at Microsoft.com forward slash Springboard, at the bottom you'll see a link to our forums. We've had over 70,000 questions answered. We're at about an 85% to 90% answer rate. That means when you post, we guarantee your question will get answered in five to seven days, and we've done that with almost 90% of the people that have been on there. There's obviously some more difficult questions. On the <laughs> consumer site, there's an area called Windows Answers. Uh, which is there, which they're going to be expanding out to Windows 7 a little later in the year as we get closer to the consumer release, which is supposed to happen by the holiday season. So you uh, hopefully this year, uh, you know, around the holiday season, we want you all to go out and go buy a new PC, and you're going to have Windows 7 on it and just really get excited and hopefully fall back in love with, uh, with well, your PC if you haven't been already. Well, with the economy the way it is, I'm thinking that there's going to be more Windows 7 OSs under the tree for people to start monkeying around with their computers and installing it themselves. And from what you say, it sounds like it's going to be a pretty easy project. Yeah, absolutely. It should be. And if people want to try it now, they can download the release candidate. And I'll tell you, the release candidate is very, very stable. It's, we have a lot of people running it. I run it as my only OS on my main work PC and have been for quite a while. And if people want to do that, they can go out to Microsoft.com forward slash Springboard. They can click on the download the release candidate, and they can try it for themselves. I recommend if you have a second PC in your house or maybe an older PC that's running Windows XP, install it. Try it. Take a look at it for yourself. You can play with it now. You don't have to wait to the end of the year to get all that great Windows 7 goodness. Okay, and when they do try it, let's say on an old system, though, they will have to upgrade that system to Windows 7 when the proper Windows 7 comes out, correct? Absolutely, but they're actually going to have until next March to use the release candidate, so they'll have plenty of time to sit there and do it, and then when Windows 7 comes out, yes, we're going to want them to go to the full version at that point, or they can wipe their machine and go back to XP or Vista where they were at. Just be and aware that at some point you're going to have to do that. Will you have multi-user licenses for homes, you know, for people who have more than one computer? You know what? I don't know that because I don't work that closely with the consumer licensing, and I don't think that we've released that yet. But uh, as we get closer to the holiday season, we should have all the information out on prices and, uh, and the features that you'll see in the home products and licensing as well. So all that will be available, and that will be on the uh, Microsoft.com forward slash Windows 7 site, the consumer site. 
Stephen, I can't thank you enough, but please tell them. I think that's a really good su- suggestion so you don't have boxes and boxes of OSs. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for being with us. We are totally out of time. Stephen Rose, Senior Community Manager, Windows OS, thank you so much. Thank you, Marsha. I appreciate it and look forward to being on your show again. Thank you so much. So that's about it. We have to wrap up. We're going to be off the air for another week, and I hope you've enjoyed your segment today. We've got a lot coming up next week. I have so many things that I wasn't able to get to this week. And Mark always, hey, he's got video games and DVDs and all kinds of stuff that uh, maybe we never knew about. So come back visit us next saturday download us from itunes computer and technology radio this is marcia collier along with mark cohen on ws radio the worldwide leader in internet talk you've been listening to computer and technology radio with your hosts mark cohen and marcia collier produced by brain food radio syndication global food for thought Let's see. Grow an eBay business? Check. Party till I drop? Check. Stay in a suite in Las Vegas? Check. World Series of Poker 2009? Check. It's the sixth anniversary of eBay Radio. Join us for a two-day event the likes of which you've never seen. Amazing guest speakers who will help you grow an eBay business. A hotel suite for just $69 a night. That's a suite for $69. We booked a block of rooms in advance, and coincidentally, the World Series of Poker 2009 is going on in the very same hotel during our stay. Our event slogan is, if it ain't fun, we ain't doing it. No business suits are allowed. So if you walk in with one on, we're going to cut off your tie. It's that simple. June 24th and 25th in Las Vegas. So go to wsradio.com slash Vegas and register for the event and book your room. That's wsradio.com slash Vegas. Registration is just $50. We'll see you in Vegas. And remember, if it ain't fun, we ain't doing it. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn. 